In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. Welcome again to the celebration of Mass here at St Bride's. Especially in these days we are remembering all those who are sick, people who are known to us, but also people in our own country and throughout the world as well. And especially we're asked to remember uh, in today's Mass, uh, Claire Kennedy's young brother who is very seriously ill, and also Vicky Marshall who is uh, in hospital, and I ask you also to, also to remember Harry Mulvena, uh, whose condition has deteriorated in hospital. So please remember them, and please remember all people who are sick at this time. And of course I ask you especially to remember those who are doctors and nurses and carers who are looking after the sick at the present time. During these particular days of Easter, we hear of the accounts of the risen Christ uh, are in the Gospels. And of course, uh, we hear different things about Jesus appearing to different people, uh, to his disciples, to Mary. Uh, and at one occasion, we hear that uh, uh, Mary herself was uh, told to tell the disciples to go to Galilee, uh, where he will meet them. And in the Gospel of today's Mass, we hear about that encounter. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory, Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Only Begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, who gave us the Paschal mystery in the covenant you established for reconciling the human race, so dispose our minds, we pray, that what we celebrate by professing the faith we may express also in deeds. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. While Peter and John were talking to the people, the priests came up to him, accompanied by the captain of the temple and the Sadducees. 
They were extremely annoyed at their teaching the people the doctrine of the resurrection from the dead by proclaiming the resurrection of Jesus. They arrested them, but as soon as it was but as it was already late, they held them till the next day. Many of those who had listened to their message became believers, the total number of whom had now risen to something like five thousand. The next day the rulers, elders and scribes had a meeting in Jerusalem with Annas, the high priest, Caiaphas, Jonathan, Alexander and all the members of the high priestly families. They made the prisoner stand in the middle and began to interrogate them. By what power and by whose name have you men done these things? Then Peter filled with the Holy Spirit, addressed them, rulers of the people and elders. If you are questioning us today about an act of kindness to a cripple and asking us how he was healed, then I am glad to tell you all, and would indeed be glad to tell the whole people of Israel, that it was by the name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene, the one you crucified, whom God raised from the dead. By this name, and by no other, that this man is able to stand up perfectly healthy here in your presence today. This is a stone rejected by you the builders, but which has proven to be the keystone. For all the names in the world given to men, this is the only one by which we can be saved. The Word of the Lord The stone which the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his love has no end. Let the sons of Israel say, his love has no end. Let those who fear the Lord say, his love has no end. The stone which the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is the work of the Lord. A marvel in our eyes. This day was made by the Lord. We rejoice and are glad. O Lord, grant us salvation. O Lord, grant success. Blessed in the name of the Lord is he, he who comes. We bless you from the house of the Lord. The Lord God is our light. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus showed himself again to the disciples. It was by the sea of Tiberias, and it happened like this. Simon Peter, Thomas called the twin, Nathaniel from Cana and Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two more of his disciples were together. Simon Peter said, I'm going fishing. And they replied, we'll come with you. They went out and got into the boat, but caught nothing that night. It was light by now, and there stood Jesus on the shore, though the disciples did not realise that it was Jesus. Jesus called out, 
Have you caught anything, friends? And when they answered no, he said, Throw the net out to starboard, and you'll find something. So they dropped the net, and there were so many fish that they could not haul it in. The disciple Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. At these words, it is the Lord, Simon Peter, who had practically nothing on, wrapped his cloak round him and jumped into the water. The other disciple came on in the boat, towing the net and the fish. They were only about a hundred yards from land. As soon as they came ashore, they saw that there was some bread there and a charcoal fire with fish cooking on it. Jesus said, Bring some of the fish you have just caught. Simon Peter went aboard and dragged the net to the shore full of big fish, 153 of them. And in spite of there being so many, the net was not broken. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. None of the disciples were bold enough to ask, Who are you? They knew quite well it was the Lord. Jesus then stepped forward, took the bread and gave it to them, and the same with the fish. This was the third time that Jesus showed himself to the disciples after rising from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord You might recall if you were at Mass yesterday that the reading from the Acts of the Apostles finishes uh, with Jesus uh, saying uh, to the disciples or the disciples aware of the fact that they are to be witnesses uh, to all of this. And of course um, those words uh, came about in the reading of today's Mass as well. Uh, we've been hearing about the cripple uh, that uh, the apostles are able to cure through a miraculous cure and of course uh, consequently then that they're able to speak uh, about uh, Jesus himself and uh, what we find now is that they are witnesses uh, to Jesus by the deeds that they do but also by their words and that comes home uh, today in the, the reading uh, of uh, Mass, the first reading of Mass that they are clearly witnesses, uh, that they are taken under guard uh, by the authorities uh, and taken into a prison and then they are to appear before uh, the most important people uh, in Jerusalem. And we can imagine how terrifying that must have been, uh, these humble uh, country people uh, appearing before uh, the most important people, religious authorities in Jerusalem. And yet uh, we hear that Peter himself is filled with the Holy Spirit and of course is able to give witness just exactly what we hear uh, that they are called on to do. They're called uh, by the risen Lord to be as witnesses uh, in Jerusalem and to all of the world. And we find it exactly just this, uh, that they're able to say the name of Jesus and that they're able to see that through all these things 
uh, all human beings will be saved uh, by the name of Jesus. It's almost as if we we get that kind of sense of witness that they that they are to, to give uh, from these words. Today also uh, we hear in the gospel passage about the uh, the meeting of the risen Christ uh, with his disciples, and of course what he tells uh, at the beginning uh, is that they are to meet him in, in Galilee, and of course uh, we kind of maybe wonder why why there's such explicit instructions as maybe Jerusalem is not a safe place for the uh, disciples and Galilee is a, a safer place away from all of the, the the violence and the threat of violence that would have been in Jerusalem. But what we hear is that they, they, they meet uh, Jesus uh, in a kind of strange way, uh, that they're fishing uh, seven of the disciples themselves uh, and all night long, as it turns out, and catch nothing. And then a kind of a stranger comes to them and directs them uh, towards uh, uh, another kind of catch of fish, if you like. Uh, and of course, they've not caught a single fish, and yet on this occasion they, they catch uh, so many. Uh, and of course, they bring all these fish uh, to shore, and, and uh, they realise that it's Jesus, although there's still that sense in which they, they're, they're wondering who this stranger is uh, and at the end what we find is that they, they eat with him again and uh, it's almost as if uh, that sense in which they, they want to communicate to us that the presence of Jesus wasn't a, a ghost or a spirit but, but something that was real and visible and tangible uh, to all of them just on the other occasion the other day when we were we, were, we heard that uh, of his wounds and uh, the fact that uh, a spirit doesn't have any any wounds, if you like. Uh, so they want to communicate to us that sense in which he is truly alive amongst them. One of the things that uh, very often comes to me when I read this particular passage is that there's a, a great connection between it and the very start of the gospel where the, the, the disciples, uh, Peter, Andrew and James and John are are fishing uh, and of course they're called away uh, to follow Jesus and to be fishers of men. It's almost as if we're kind of like at the next stage of that aren't we because uh, here they are uh, with the Lord and they're catching a great f catch of fish symbolic of, of what will come afterwards. But of course it doesn't uh, start uh, very well does it as we hear in the passage from the Acts of the Apostles. Uh, we hear that they're under arrest, uh, that they, it's a threat of violence and maybe uh, also that they will uh, have the same fate as, as Jesus. Uh, but it's exactly uh, what they were called on to do. They'll, they'll catch a great fi uh, catch of fish uh, in the future. It's men and women that they will catch. Uh, and it's exactly that, isn't it? Uh, what we hear is is uh, that uh, through Peter and Peter's witness and, and the apostles' witnesses that they are able uh, to draw people uh, to themselves uh, by speaking the name of Jesus, by explaining how important he is, by saying that he is the saviour of the world. Uh, it's almost as if it's just exactly as he promised uh, that they would have a great catch of fish. 
So in these days of uh, Easter, uh, we kind of sense that joy uh, of the, the Christian message itself um, in a world which knows darkness and, and trouble, uh, we have a message of great hope that the good news can't be stifled, that uh, the new life that Jesus has brought into the world uh, cannot somehow be snuffed out. That gives us a sense of optimism and hope in our own hearts uh, for today, but also for the future as well. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Perfect within us, O Lord, we pray, the solemn exchange brought about by these paschal offerings, that we may be drawn from earthly desires to a longing for things of heaven. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, at all times to acclaim you, Lord, but in this time, above all, to laud you yet more gloriously when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. For with the old order destroyed, a universe cast down is renewed and integrity of life is restored to us in Christ. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exults in your praise and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. Holy, holy, Holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. 
We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, our spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your Church, and graciously grant our peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. And the peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. Only say the word, and my soul shall be healed.
Let us pray. Keep safe, O Lord, we pray, those whom you have saved by your kindness, that redeemed by the passion of your Son, they may rejoice in his resurrection, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Continue to remember in our prayers all of those who are sick and we ask Mary's special protection for them and for all of us. And ask you also to say this prayer in conjunction with me for Mary McDermott, who's uh, died a number of years ago, but her birthday would have been today. Hail, Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy. Hail our life, our sweetness and our hope. To thee do we cry, for banished children of Eve. To thee do we send four sighs, mourning and weeping in the valley of tears. Turn then, most gracious Advocate, thine eyes of mercy towards us. And after this our exile, show unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus, O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary. Pray for us, most holy Mother of God, that we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. Just on a happier note, uh, one of our uh, families have had a new baby uh, just last Tuesday. So um, Matthew James Highlands has entered into the world. So uh, we are so thankful to God for that. And uh, John Maria, our uh, parents, and there's young children also along with them. So that's a great moment of joy for the family. Uh, both here in Scotland, but also in Spain, uh, Maria's uh, Spanish. The Lord be with you, and may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Alleluia, alleluia. <laughs>